0: Hey guys, this is Didi, and I am That Black Nurse. Thank you for coming with me from 2020 to 2021. If and then this is your first time listening to my podcast, thank you. And you are more than welcome to come back at any time. My podcast is simply about, you know, exposing racism uh, in nursing. It can be with your patients. It can be with your co-workers. It could be with any and everybody your bosses as well but you have to look out for those things and I want people to know it's pretty bad um, you know we just got through dealing with the Chauvin case with George Floyd and that knee on his neck well just imagine having that same knee slowly pressing on your neck for 21 years and yet I still stand it is bothersome though to even have to go through it but I want to just express myself and let people know that racism does exist in this field and it it is realer than real. So come on in, listen to my nonfiction stories, enjoy yourself, leave a word or two. You can get in touch with me at thatblacknurse at gmail.com. That's thatblacknurse at gmail.com. Thank you, and come on in. Here we go. Hello, my people. So today I'm going to talk about really quickly about a lesson learned and a lesson to be learned for others we tend to assume things in our lives and this is a lesson I was taught years ago when I first started nursing maybe like five or six years already in and I was on a travel assignment at that time It's a guy that I really really like and uh, he's an old gentleman, old white gentleman, and uh, he really took a liking to me, and I don't know why, uh, to this day, but he did. Him and his little wife, uh, was sitting there in the room, and of course, he had to come to the hospital. He looked like a real big old jolly, uh, I say Santa Claus, he was huge and he was tall, so he was round like that and everything and his little wife over there did look like mrs claus because she had a little red nose and she had her little red uh outfit on that particular day actually and and it wasn't christmas or anything she was just looking like mrs claus had white hair and uh blue eyes and her little glasses on the tip of her nose and when she spoke to you she'd say now hello honey how are you doing today and I would say what'd you just say uh you know I have not trying to be funny but I, that's exactly what I asked what, what what did you just say oh we got us another one little honey they out like they can't understand anything we say and I said well I understood that I did understand that what you just said. Oh well, then you should have—you should have been able to understand what I first said. I said, "Hello, honey, how are you today?" I said, "Oh, hello, honey, how are you today?" <laughs> I said, "I'm fine. How about you?" And um, oh, weather's good. The weather's good. And I looked out the window, and it was raining, like pouring down, raining. And I said, "No." It ain't that good I don't like rain I have to drive home in that. and she said yeah you know but the weather's good and I just looked at her I said okay well hey teach his own." so I later found out what that meant I'll tell you in a little bit if I can remember but um so I, I had to take care of the patient and so I had to actually teach him how to use insulin and he was really upset about it because he already told the doctor he's not going to be doing anything different. or what to do it home right, right now. Now, I can't be doing nothing no different than that. I can't. You know, I don't know. I done told him. I done told him all. And I said, well, sweetie, now, listen to me. You don't let me give you medication all day. You took all the antibiotics. You've taken every treatment that I've given you. So why is it that you can't? Learn how to do this one thing at home. That's because if you don't, the reason you're here with that big old wound on your leg, you're going to come back because this is the reason you're coming back. It's because of the fact that you have diabetes. Ah, tear for top and top for tip. I said, okay. But uh, you have to learn how to give this insulin, uh, 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 you know. To yourself, I'm not going to be there. How about your wife learning it? Can she learn? Well, now, when you look over, it looks like she reading that paper. Now, doesn't it? And I said, well, yeah, it does. She ain't reading nothing. She's just looking at the papers and looking at all them pictures that's in there, you know, and try, try to get all the information she can just by looking at the pictures. Half the time, she's damn wrong. But either way, you know, uh, that's just what it is. She can't read. Now, on the inside, I died laughing. Like, I literally had to hold my face and chuckle, like chuckle. I, I can't even really, It's just it's, it's just weird the way I had to do it. But I just wanted to just bust out laughing, like holler laughing when he said that. Because she just turned around and looked at him. and She was looking over her glasses. You know how you bend your head down and you look over your glasses? I used to do that too, till I got some that I don't have to do that with anymore. But anyway, uh, that's what she was doing. And then she said, well, honey, my goodness! I think we're on the same amount of level. I think we're on the same of level." He said, "You're right, darling. You're exactly right." And I said, "Well, did she just say she couldn't read, and you couldn't read too?" And he said, well, yeah, you know, it's a little shameful, but where I'm from, you know, you don't too much have to learn how to do that. Everything and everybody just get along one another, you know. I um, do my hogs out there, and I got my own greens, you know, collard greens. That's one thing, you know, about black people. And when he said that right there, my ears went up to the up biggest of the big, because I'm like, I know he ain't about to say something about black people. And he said, well, you know, y'all cook them collards. Y'all cook them collards in a bunch of water, and it just takes all the flavor away. You don't have to cook it in any water at all. All you got to do put a little, just a little sip of it in there, okay? Because you know, greens make their own water. I said, no, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Of course not. Of course not. Look like you just a baby. Don't look like you can cook a thing. I said, how are you going to come out your mouth at what, I can cook? Well, if you can cook, you know, uh, listen up, then listen up. Stop putting all that water in them collards. Same thing with the cabbage. And I said, well, okay, I got what you're saying. And that, and, and, and that cornbread y'all mix, it ain't no good if it ain't got corn in it. I said, no, that's a white people thing right there. I'll let you have that. We we don't do that. Well, actually, it's not a white people thing. You know, we got different engines. The Indians. The engines up there were really a Chuck chickapaw, all them people, you know, that they taught us how to do it. So I was like, who, who, who are you supposed to be? Are you a Puritan? Because, you know, the Puritans was black. It, the first settlers was. So who you te- who taught you? Who, 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 what? And he said, well, we're not going to get into the history right there, right there, because, you know, that's a little touchy. That's a little touchy right there. But I'm just telling you, you know, you and Billy Bob, you know, I had to teach Billy Bob, too. Billy Bob didn't know how to cook them collars without that water, and I had to show him. I said, what did you show well, let me tell you, you later, you go out there and you just wash them off. You gotta always wash them off, you know, wash them off. Because if you don't wash them off, you get all these type of bugs. And the bugs, they just get cooked right on in there. Nah, y'all, okay. We wash them. Washing is not a problem. Nope, nope. Then after you wash them, you might to have to wash them again. You know, you gotta let them sit a little bit. You know, dry it out and all, and then you put it right back in the water again. Sure to choke it up, choke it up. I said, so you actually leave it in the water first and second time for a little bit to wash it or so it you know soak up the water. And he said, a little bit of both. Now you catch your no? Now you catch know. you, you no? Know. I said, all right. And how you cook 'em? Well, now that's a little secret, but I'll tell you. You know, uh, since you know Billy Bob, Billy Bob, Billy Bob is my best friend, you know, I, I can get to him. At first, we didn't get along when we was tooting, and I said tooting. He said, yeah, yeah, you know, when we were tooting, you know, we didn't get along too much, you know. But as we got older, you know, we got to learn to stand, learn to understand a little bit better about one another. We're pretty much practically the same. We do everything practically the same way. And I said, Oh, okay. But then that word "tooting" stayed on my mind. And I kept thinking about it. He said, Well, I guess you can try to you can try to give me the information as much as you can, lady. As much as you can, but maybe Billy Bob will help me because Billy Bra, nah, Billy Bra went away to school. So he came back a little smart a little somethin', and something, and some things and a little stupid in others. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, "Who's this Billy Bob?" <laughs> well, you know Billy Bob. Like I said before, we grew up together. We grew up together. You know, my pa and his pa got along pretty good And now I and mean, They get a little fight over, you know, that moonshine stuff. And, You know, they parted ways and then they come back together because he and I was friends. You know, like I said, we grew up since I was a little tooting, and so. We just went on with life. So, anyway, I said, Well, can you call Billy Bob for Billy Bob to come here? Oh, no, no, honey. He got that truck, and that truck ain't worth a hell of brains. I done told him to get there. I done told him, told him to get rid of that damn thing. He ain't got rid of it yet. So, no, I can't call him up here. But what I tell you is, you just write it down for me. If you write it down, I'll give it to him, and he will explain it just right just right where I can understand it. I said, well, that's not going to be doable. I can't write it down. If he can read, then I'll do one by one by one. However, I'm still going to have to teach you because at the same time, what if he's not there? What if he should happen to pass away? Oh, no, no, honey. She's talking about Billy Bob passing away. We can't talk like that. I said, okay, calm back down here. I don't calm back down he's not dead i'm just saying you know no we don't put them kind of spells out of our mouth we don't talk like that no we don't do that ain't that right honey we don't honey we don't talk like that no ma'am we don't talk like that at all. i said i don't get these damn Billy people up out of here <laughs> i don't know what i'm going to do I'm just going to die laughing so hard. I said, "Well, I'll tell you what. Billy Bob is just fine, okay? But i write out these instructions for him to follow to the T. And you, I'm just going to teach you three things. As much as I can, I really need you to understand this. I said, can you count? Now, counting arithmetic is something totally different. You know that, right? I say, but well, this is not going to take any arithmetic. All it's going to do is count. Well, now, little darling, you know, I can count not too high, not too high, not above, like right, you know, maybe right there, right there near 10, about right there near 10. I said, You mean one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? He said, Exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, there is a seven in there, ain't it? Yeah, honey, I forgot all about that seven. And she just shook her head. I thought she didn't know how to count at all. Now, you know how you do with the monies. You always mess it up, and um, we have to call Billy Bob, and he comes and changes and fixes it up, and everything like that. You could swear she was sitting on the front porch, rocking back and forth, talking to me <laughs> and talking to her husband. I tried to tell y'all people when that was going on, honey, I, and I'm a person that laughed. I will laugh, but right, I had to keep it together the whole damn time. And so I had to keep it together. And so I said, listen, this is what I'm going to do this right here and I showed him the insulin syringe is an insulin syringe okay he said well I got that the first time that one I got it's got an orange cap on it I said oh you can tell colors well yeah now colors is quite different than not reading at all but you know colors is everywhere yeah reading is too I said, can you spell it he said Well, now, let me see. Holla, do you know how to spell orange? Can you spell orange? That's a fruit, ain't it? Ain't that a fruit? She said, (laughs) no, I can't spell no fruit. No. He said, no, the color, the color is orange. Yeah, that, that. what that color is on that fruit yeah orange yeah I believe that's what they call it orange ain't that about right honey uh-huh now I quit calling on my name i need to go ahead and see what i can get out of this paper now you just pay attention to the nurses he just shook his head i ain't got no help around here you see what i'm saying you see what i'm saying I was stuck. <laughs> I was stuck like Chuck. <laughs> I was like, I didn't realize these type people still existed on Earth. But all oh, right, a far from the mountains now. I actually will be Jack. So he said, now pretty one, you you, you just pay attention to me and not. Nah. I can count a little bit, okay, but, you know, I don't know what this machine's going to coach to do for me. And I said, what are we are going to do? We're going to show you. I said, you remember I come in here and stick your fingers, okay? And when I stick your finger, blood comes out, you have to put it on that strip. So when you put it on that strip, it will tell you what your number is. And it can be 251, 150, it could be anything. Um, but if it doesn't register at all, if no number comes across there, that means that you need to take it again because it's either way too too high and definitely way too low. So I need you to do that. He said, Well, how am I supposed to know what the number is supposed to be? I said, I'm right on top. And then I'm gonna give you your your basically his little uh table of uh, when to give the insulin um if the if it is above 151 152 that type thing then you're going to give yourself two units of insulin and then uh <laughs> the rest of it went on down the line with them anyway so i taught him what the syringe was so the hardest part for me was getting him to understand the lines on the needle that was just hell on wheels right there because he could not understand what one line? One line meant one? Two lines meant two? Wait a minute. You mean I got to fill it up to two till I see a two? A number two? And I said, there is no number two on the insulin syringe. Well, what is it, then? I said, it's just a line. It's a line. You count one, two, three, four. You just count it like that. Ah! Well, now, I don't see no number two, but I believe you. If that's what you say, later, that's what I'm going to go with. You say one, two. Honey, did you hear? Honey. She looked over here. him. I heard exactly what she said. I sure did. I done told you. Quit calling my name. He said, uh, let me leave this one alone. That's what he said. <laughs> And then he started whispering all low. I said, Lord have mercy. I said, so, okay, so this is what you got to do. Once you pull it up in the syringe, you're going to put it in there. You got to put it in the fat tissue. Your body could be your inner thigh, your, your stomach. It be your uh, back of your arm, any place with a lot of fat on it. Most people use their belly um, to do it. He said, well, I sure has got a lot of that. I sure, is it going to help me lose any of that? I said, no, but you can help yourself by getting up walking. And, you know, walking off. I walk on earth that's what's going on with that foot right down there you know i tell you boy all i have to do and keep it done because you was healing just fine but i hear it again you see i hear it and then it swell on back up and then you just got a little infectious a little infectious like that you know so i had to come on because my wife said if i don't come she's gonna go ahead and just chop it off i believe her too ain't that right honey Yes, that's right. Don't be telling people my business like that. Don't do that. She might might well call it like I'm authorities on me while we up here threatening your life. And I said, no, I'm not going to call. mm Well, honey, let me tell you this. Don't call the cops on my wife. No, don't do that. She's a good woman. I said no, I'm not gonna call the cop on your wife. I'm not I have nothing to do with y'all's relationship. No, see that's what I'm talking about. But back to what I was saying. Now uh I was taking my turpentine. Yes, my turpentine. My mouth dropped wide open. Okay? because <laughs> this is something that I hadn't heard since I was a child and my grandmother would talk about it on both sides actually but my country grandmother yeah she still talked about it at that time but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it little those of temper times uh, well you know what you do is you just take a little snippet a little snippet and you mix it in some good old warm water and then you just put it down there and let it soak for about 15, 20, you know, mules. And then, you know, it'd be just right. I said, well, what is 15, 20 mules? He said, well, you know, I got about 30 out there in the yard. One comes by every now and so. Again. That's how long I'll keep it in there, you know, till 15 of them come on by. They're going to come on by. That's why you got to do it early in the morning, and you know because that's when they know it's hog time, is about time food. Once them hogs start making all that grunting and stuff, they know. Come on, time to get some food themselves. I said, oh, never heard of that before. Because on the inside, again, I am dying laughing. <laughs> you count 15 meals and that's 15 minutes. Okay, uh, all right. That's how we doing that, huh? <laughs> so I told him I said well look I done wrote all of the instructions out for your friend and so Billy Bob you know let him come and read this information if you have any questions the number is on this piece of paper for you to call to get more information because I don't want you going out there and overdosing yourself with the insulin overdosing oh, oh no now nah, see now nah, when you talk like that that just pushed back I done told you about these spells coming out tomorrow." I said this is not a spell. This is just what could happen. What do you mean spell? I put a spell on nobody? I'm not no witch. He said, no, you don't gotta be a witch. You gotta be a you know a person of understanding really, you know what I'm saying? But I can't understand why you can't understand not to put no spell on nobody coming out your mouth. I said, I am not from the damn mountains where, you know, superstitiously stuff, I don't get it. Well, I like superstitious, honey, that comes out of the Bible. Don't put no spell on nobody, you can't chop up God's word like that. Then I thought about it, the tornado, the tongue can be uh, your best friend or your, your worst enemy. When something comes out of your mouth, you're speaking it out into the world. But the way he said I would, never understood that. So, but I did. I finally, it clicked. So, that, that's one thing about being a nurse. That's that critical thinking skill. You got to think outside your box. Because every patient is different. Every situation is different. That was one of the cases for me personally when I first started out in nursing that really caught my attention. And it caught my attention because it really upset him over the fact that he could not, he could not read. And so he was just upset about that. And I was upset too, but I, that's my first time ever really seeing a person upset. Like almost put to tears, you know, but he didn't. But I, I felt that, I really, really felt that in my heart when, you know, he could, said he couldn't read. his head down and everything so you know we 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 got through it and his teaching me uh, about the collard greens is basically use fat back okay that's pretty much what he did he used fat back and I know about fat back because we use it to uh, make The collard greens as well, you know, so cabbage and things like that. So this was the most country, snigger tooth, snagger tooth person I ever did see. He kept on his hat, which was a straw hat. Uh, He never took it off. Uh, he was a little funky now, and I told him, I said, You got to keep it clean, uh, the wound clean, because if you don't keep it clean, you can only come back with this, to us with, this, with a worse infection. He said, So should I change it? Should I not change it? And I said, You, you, matter of fact, how about you tell Billy Bob to take you to the urgent care or your doctor's office every single day so you can have that done? And I said, Because I don't want to, I really don't want you to lose your, your leg right there and foot because it was. It was on both parts. So he said, I'm just not going to heat it. That's all. I ain't going to heat it no more, you know. I said, no, you still got to change it. You still got to change the dressing on it. So he understood that. And I said, do Billy Bab have, have a phone? Phone. <laughs> Honey, I ain't got no phone, no Shelly. No, home phone. You want to come see us? You just better ride through. <laughs> <laughs> you better ride, the welcome you on in there, we got some, we got some lemonade for you. Sitting right there on the porch, ain't that right, honey? Yes, we do, we make friends every day, yes we do. Look, they do. yeah, little tea, little tea on. What is your tea bread? Basically, it's just like cake, like a little rum cake. Yeah, sure do, honey. You're making me want some of that right now. And he said, we're going to be home in a little bit, honey. We're going to be home in a little bit. I said, well, how are you getting home? Oh, I'm going to drive us home, honey. How you think we got out here? I said, I thought maybe the ambulance brought you ambulance no people die in the back of them things no can't get here by that i was surprised she can drive she can't read how the hell she driving i mean you know come on now <laughs> who gave these people licenses to drive <laughs> are you kidding me what oh lord so my lesson was never assume somebody can read and uh just because they can't read doesn't mean that they're dumb stupid or anything else they're just ignorant to reading and that's that so but he knew how to cook he told me a lot about cleaning things you know with lemon juice and you know apple cider and he makes his own apple cider and you know because he's a big dude you know And that's probably I said that's more likely why you got the sugar but uh, And that's what he called it, he called it sugar, uh, not diabetes, but sugar, so, and I did too, growing up, that's what it was known as, just sugar, so most people knew what that meant, Um. so that's my story for today on one of my travel assignments that was wonderfully funny to me, and I thought about it the other day because I had a patient that talked just like, that like you, just like, rah, rah, rah. and I was just like, okay, he wanted to fight though. I told him, said, you better sit a ass on in that room before we get a fight. You really don't want to fight people I'll call over here. But he got control of himself. I wonder what happened to that dude, though, because he did go home and um, he didn't come back while I was there. And I stayed there for like two contracts. So hopefully everything turned out well for him and uh, he got his leg to heal. Him and his wife were meant for each other, like down to the T of the T. And Billy Bob was a black guy. Later got that on in the story as well. They tootin' together. In other words, they were they known each other since they were two years old. So I was like tootin', two, tootin', two. Okay, yeah, that's what i was saying. Anyway, thank you for listening to my funny story, at least I think it's funny, on assuming that somebody can do something and they can't, it's best just to talk with the person and, you know, be very careful with how you say things uh, when you question them about something, uh, how you question it and how it comes across to them so that they don't feel like you're degrading them or making them, you know, feel worse than what they already feel about not being able to do something. And just because you know it doesn't mean that the other person knows it, um, Something you think is very simple may not be very simple for somebody else. So we can't uh, rush to judgment because of that. You know, I had to cuss a teacher out because of that too. In my math class when I was in college, I was at Shaw University, and he said, "You should have learned this back in like the third or fourth grade." I said, "Well, I'm not where you're from," and for you to say that to me, you know, it's very disrespectful. He talked about the roots. We had to do roots. Uh, square roots. I I still to this day can't stand that math but I know how to do it now but I didn't know how to do it then and I said all you have to do is explain it to me so we move on with life he said I'm going to explain it to you again but I'm just telling you you should have learned that back then at that time. I said yeah if it was taught maybe I would have but it wasn't taught so no I did not you got it? okay. Say something else about it we're going to have a problem. Exactly what I said to him and he went on he just went on his way So anyway, thank you for listening to my story. Sorry to drag it out so long, but hey, it was funny to me and I gave it to you. Hopefully you enjoyed it too. And by God, I'll talk to you the next time. All right. All right.